This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber with One Rental at a Time. It is Monday morning, and that means we have the one and only Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. How are you? I'm doing very well. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about today is um, kind of my spider senses are tingling. Uh, one of the things that I have done for the last decade or 15 years is continually speak up speak at real estate meetups. Uh, they used to be in, por- in person the last year or so. They've been you know, Zoom calls. But the reason I do those is because I want to hear what the audience is asking, what's on the audience's mind. And over the last nine to 12 months, I have to tell you, uh, Airbnb has been top of mind for a lot of the audience. And I'm now starting to see behavior, I guess, that concerns me. And I just kind of paint the vision. They, there's a lot of kind of what I'll call green or new investors that look at Airbnb as a way to make more income than month-to-month rentals, which is what I do, that, which is true if you do it right. But they're also not doing the homework. They're jumping in. Um, you know, uh, I, have, I have Airbnb experts on my channel, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, and they're doing you know, luxury, lakefront, oceanfront stuff. But what the newbies seem to be doing is buying B and C class, just homes in areas or in communities that may not even allow Airbnb. So I see some danger brewing in Airbnb uh, because newbies think it's easy. And my experience is when newbies think something is easy, the bubble blows up and then it pops. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, the biggest danger in Airbnb is what they call arbitrage, which really isn't yeah. even arbitrage. Uh, you know, it's, it's master leasing where you lease a house uh, from somebody and then you turn around, you know, you lease, you lease it from a, from an owner month to month, you pay them yep. 1500 bucks a month, yep. then you turn around and then short-term rent it either Airbnb, VRBO, or some other mm-hmm. type of medium. So number one, yeah, short-term rentals are always more profitable than long-term. You can get more money short-term turnkey furnished than you sure. can long-term. Yeah. They're a little bit more expensive to operate. And of course, that's the market I grew up in where summer vacation homes, they were all short-term rentals. You had basically um, what we call the sweet 16. You had 16 prime weeks where you made the bulk of your money and then good properties would rent out for another 12 weeks. So you had 28 weeks a year max uh, to 30 weeks a year that your house would rent um, based on off-season rentals and where you were located and all that. So it can be a good business, but that's where people get themselves in trouble is they're committing to leases and trying to sublease out on the back end without owning the properties, which can be good until you get um, downzoned or, you know, a city decides to, you know, change its ruling, allowing uh, those rentals, or if you do it in a community where it's not approved and people think they can get away with it, or you Mm -hmm. do it in a building, a condo building where the association doesn't allow short-term rentals, and then you get caught and you're stuck in that lease. So yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of roadblocks out there and landmines that people aren't aware of. Yeah, again, for me, a lot of social media today, and even in some of my feed, there's a lot of good operators kind of showing how they're making a killing month to month. Hey, I made four grand where I would have made one grand. And 
what what again it's it's a wave and again i'd love to be wrong but what i sense is this wave of new investors coming they think it's too easy they just read the headlines and they don't realize the work they don't realize that location matters right i think airbnb especially you know the longer you do it location matters uh so what i see happening is there's going to be a lot more supply over the next 12 to 18 months uh i believe as an economist supply and demand is undefeated uh, as supply increases, uh, that's going to drive down prices, uh, and the best will win, and the others will suffer. Yeah, and you know, the interesting thing, the whole Airbnb thing, so number one, what I tell people is, if you want to get into vacation rentals, short-term rentals, there's two ways to do it that are pretty much given, and you won't have any issues. Number one is, go to an area where that's what it's been, that's all it's been, and that's what the market is, like these mm -hmm. resort areas where there are rental houses, like I was at, Outer Banks, North Carolina. That's all that beach, you know, is and has been is a place for people to come rent homes in the summer. You have your, uh, you know, West Coast destinations, you have your East Coast, you have your lake areas. So go to communities and, and areas where that's a thing. That's what it is. And that's all it is. And nobody cares because that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, the other side is do um, short term rentals that are not vacation rentals. So you're doing executive stays, you're doing traveling medical professionals, you're yes. doing you know, those types of things, that's different. And it's a short term, you know, maybe it's month to month, and you're just doing short term rentals versus the Airbnb thing. And then you're, you know, you're not um, getting yourself in trouble. Now, obviously, there are communities and associations where you can't rent uh, properties out like by the week and by the weekend and things like that. But none of them will tell you you can't rent it out monthly. Yeah, and, 30 day um, minimums are pretty common in HOAs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that keeps you out of trouble. You can still get premiums and uh, those are a little bit easier to manage a lot of times than a vacation rental because, you know, you're cleaning up after somebody every weekend, your expenses are higher, you a little bit more maintenance and management. But yeah. in a lot of areas, they can be very profitable where you can, you know, get a lot more income for the house, like the Smoky Mountains. You had some really good ratios there for a while, but people have woke up to that market so that they're coming down. Um, there were some areas on the Gulf Coast down in Florida where properties were cheap. Uh, for the amount of rent you could get. But as more and more people find out about it, those yields compress. Again, the market's becoming more efficient, like you said. Mm -hmm. And cities and towns are trying to ban it in a lot of areas. They, you know, they want to tax it. They want to get the income. You're competing with hotels. So areas like New York City, you know, the hotel industry is, has a vested interest to stop you. So mm -hmm. um, don't fight it. Do long-term exec or short-term executive rentals or traveling nurses or whatever. Do um you know, vacation rentals where the areas, that's what they are. So nobody's going to try to stop you. Uh, those types of things. The key is managing multiple properties. If you're trying to manage for others, you need a license in a lot of states. So you want to, you want to watch out for that uh, and those types of things. But it's a great business overall. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm, I want to, I hope, hopefully people are hearing this. I, I believe Airbnb and short-term rentals is a great business, as you've said, but it's a business. Uh, I'm afraid Again, I could be wrong, but my spidey senses have been pretty right about this. Again, that's why I still talk at meetups. A lot of people are coming and they think it's easy money. Anytime that's you think arbitrage. it's- That's people, you know, reading, everybody's selling these arbitrage courses. And yeah. again, it's not arbitrage. Arbitrage is buying something low, selling it for more, you know, rapid fire. That's arbitrage. Arbitrage is not a master lease. And that's, yeah. that's where people are getting in trouble. Yeah. And again, if I know people that are pushing that, right? They're going to, I know, I know there are people that are-, are um, you know, they're renting apartments and, you know, they rent them vacant, then they spend 10 grand or eight grand or six grand furnishing it. And then they're trying to rent it out on Airbnb and VRBO. And, you know, if you're not communicating with the original land, I mean, there's just a lot of bad behavior going on today, I think. 
anytime you think it's easy money, whether it's stocks or it's crypto or real estate, you're going to get caught because it, it all takes work and it all has risks and, and do your homework. Well, crypto is one area where it has been super easy. If you're in early enough, you just buy it at, for pennies. It goes up to hundreds to thousands to tens of thousands and you do absolutely nothing. You just got to you got to get out when it's time to get out. <laughs> yeah. But again, you got to do the work, right? Again, I, I just there's so many people that are believing the the, the Instagram hype of, of just how easy it is. So um yeah, Airbnb is a business, you know, you have insurance, taxes, utilities, process procedures. Gotta, yeah. 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 There, there's a lot to it, but it's, it's, it's relatively straightforward and can be a good business model. Now, me personally, the way I did mine, I've owned, you know, tens of millions of those properties over the years. I use professional property managers that, you know, that's what they do. They handle all the bookings, all the collections, all the repairs, maintenance, the whole nine yards. They just sent me a check every month. I, yeah. Know, that was the way I like to do it. Just to be clear, tens of millions of dollars worth of real estate, not tens of millions of units. <laughs> yeah. 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 Value folks. Don't, don't leave comments. He did not own 10 million units. No, it's value of the units. Okay. Let's, yeah. Let's... And it sounds big, but you know, I had some that were two, 3 million each. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't mean, you don't need many of those to get up to 10. I don't million. think I ever had more than probably 20 at one time. You yeah. know, and then my whole model was I would build them, yep. you know, uh, get them all done. Usually they were worth more after the first year because they had one year of yeah. rental performance, of course. all that. So the most I kept them were a year or two while I was building them, stabilizing them and selling them. Yeah, I'm curious, since you did that for a while, and again, you were in what I would call a primary, right? Class A, right on the beach, a desirable. Mm -hmm. Did you ever notice, like maybe during the, the stock market crash or something where demand suddenly fell off a cliff one season? Well, so like, it was kind of the other not. way around. So what we saw was the dot-com bubble. Everybody made their money, got out and came down to the beach and started buying beach houses. Okay. All right. Same thing in the bull market up to prior to 2009, people were making all the money in the market and they were spending it on their beach house. Cause you know, that was your status symbol up in, up in, you know, where okay. I was at, we were a destination for New York, New Jersey, wall street. So how big is your beach house? That was like a status. Symbol. That was a thing. Okay. And if you couldn't, have, if you weren't at the level of the Hamptons, well, then your next one was the outer banks. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an easy travel destination. Um, but after 2009, this is what's interesting is that, yeah, values took a hit uh, down there, you know, 08, 09, when the markets crashed and all that. Um, but the rentals really didn't, you know, okay. uh, maybe 10%. You saw the rents dip about 10%, but that was economic Armageddon back then, right? Yeah. This time around, everything shot through the roof. Rents went through the roof because you couldn't go anywhere else. Sales have gone through the roof. Uh, and it still is down there. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. But most vacation destinations uh, have experienced the same thing through the pandemic. But yeah. any other start stock market corrections, we never really saw anything change to the downside. But it did change to the upside when people were making a lot of money in the markets. Yeah. And then the last question I want to ask is, again, I believe supply demand is undefeated. I think one of the things we are seeing this period is demand maybe artificially high because nobody wants to jump on a plane and go to Europe or Asia or Australia. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to get in a car and go somewhere. Is it reasonable to think that demand might be lower in a year or two? Because again, we will eventually get on planes and have international travel. Yeah, absolutely. And it is difficult right now uh, to travel internationally. And there's not a lot of flights and things like that. And until the Delta thing is behind us and everybody's open back up again. Um, yeah, people are still traveling locally. Mm -hmm. All time record occupancies pretty exactly. much everywhere in the country. People are RVing. I mean, just all kinds of different things that nobody was doing before. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is cabin fever because nobody went yeah. anywhere last year hardly. They did some of the beach vacations and stuff, yeah. but that was limited because a lot of them were closed until like June. Yeah, I remember. Um, 
but yeah. last year was strong this year is strong but once the world opens back up again absolutely you're going to see demand drop for a lot of those so a lot of people are going to get caught short and, and again the biggest warning is i had some uh some guys that I was coaching into the multifamily space that they were doing Airbnb and they were doing it in New York and they had 20 of them mm. and they were all where master lease situations. They were on the hook for these leases and New York banned Airbnb rentals. Oh. So they were stuck with all these properties that they could no longer rent and they were on the hook for these leases. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that can happen to you. So you got to be real careful. Very cool. This has been a lot of fun. How can people follow you be part of your world? gregdickerson.com. All my information, social media links are all there. Um, gregdickerson.com. Thanks, buddy.